Live from the Fremont Theater in Portland, Oregon, it's Portland Story Theater's special St. Patrick's Day show, Luck of the Irish. May the narrative be with you. Ireland is a magical place steeped in the mythology of the Druids and, oh, ancient, ancient wisdom and also supernatural beings like shapeshifters and leprechauns, fairies. When I was a little girl, I would go out into the backyard and I would make fairy circles in hopes that I could break the veil and make contact. There were so many things in my life as a kid that the unseen and the magical was so real. My mom, she was psychic. And I was kind of psychic too. But I was really immersed in the Irish Catholic lifestyle. And while I was making fairy rings outside, I was inside making altars, mostly to Mary, but also to all the saints, especially my favorite, St. Bridget. St. Bridget, to us Irish Catholics, was almost as important as St. Patrick. Bridget was really the Mary of Ireland. So this whole realm of the unseen and the magical really permeated my life, and it brought great possibilities in my world. But you know, being Irish Catholic, the Irishness of it all, there was a lot more grounded to that. It was not just all about the magical fairies and leprechauns. No, it was about you had to have some grit, and you had to be tough, and you had to have some tenacity and courage to stand up to the challenges of life. So I grew up in this really strange combination. It was very strange of this super grittiness of life with the hope that I would be saved from it all with faith in Catholicism and the magic of the unseen. All of the Catholic rituals seemed very much like high magic to me. I loved it. Oh, the incense and the regalia and all the icons in the church. and I loved all of that. And when I was in the eighth grade, I was to be confirmed and go through that ritual. The ritual of becoming a warrior of Christ. I was pretty excited about it too. You know, when you're 13, these things are very moving. And all of us kids, we went over to the church and we formed a circle. We were in the shape of a living rosary and every child was a bead of that rosary. Each of us had to choose a saint's name. And who do you think I chose? Well. Saint Bridget. Bridget was really an ancient goddess of Ireland. She was the goddess of the fire and the flame, and she was often depicted shooting a flaming arrow. She was known to be the daughter of Dodga, and Dodga was the Celtic Zeus. She was a very important deity in the ancient wisdom of Ireland. Well, when St. Patrick came to Ireland 
and Catholicism took over. Well, the goddess Bridget, she was replaced and transformed into Saint Bridget. And Saint Bridget became the patron of poets and blacksmiths, continuing that legacy of the sacred flame. And on the spot where the temple to Bridget had been, Saint Bridget built a nunnery, and to this day, the nuns keep that sacred fire going night and day. Well, there I was at my confirmation, bearing the name of Bridget, and I went up when it was my turn, and I knelt at the communion rail, waiting for the archbishop to come and say the magic words. And when he came, I kissed his ring, and then he slapped my face, and magically, I was a warrior of Christ. I know, right? With my flaming arrow. Beautiful image. Well, that namesake, I carried that with me, really, to this day of Bridget and the power of Bridget, even though I left the Catholic Church a long time ago. Years later, I was in my 30s. I was interviewing a woman in her office. And she and I were in our little pantsuits and we had our little business briefcases. You know, we were saying all these important things. And all of a sudden, this woman says to me, are you a witch? Out of the blue. You know, I was blown away. Right? It's like a little business thing, right? And my first thought was the Wizard of Oz, you know, when Glinda comes up to Dorothy and says, hey, are you a good witch or a bad witch? Because, of course, they were both witches. So I said to this woman, well, I could be. Why do you ask? And she says that she is a witch, and she would like to invite me to a special ritual honoring the goddess Bridget. I'm delighted. It's called Imbolc. And it happens on February 1st, which is exactly between the winter solstice and the spring equinox. And in Ireland, that's the beginning of spring. So I go to this thing with her. It's uh, really amazing. You know, we meet at the Pythian Ballroom. Do you guys remember that place? And uh, I grew up in Portland, so it, I used to go to dances there. So I was pretty excited to go to the old Pythian Ballroom. There are hundreds of people there, hundreds. I mean, tall and thin and old and young and all genders and all shapes and sizes and uh, just all kinds of people, all races. I, I just was blown away. And some people were there and they were in the full wizard regalia. And then there were people like me who were in their blue jeans and t-shirts. And then there were a few people who actually didn't have any clothes on at all. <laughs> Do you know, but that was okay. That was fine. They conducted a beautiful ceremony. It started with calling the, the four directions. And then we went on and we did this amazing thing. It was a spiral dance. Have any of you ever done a spiral dance? Oh, it was just really so wonderful. I couldn't believe how great it was. And the only thing that we had to keep doing, our job was to keep moving. So we did this spiral dance. 
And at the end of the spiral dance, everyone gathered together and a bunch of people brought out this great big anvil and put it in the middle of the circle, right? You know, the blacksmith thing. So then they invited us, whoever wanted to, to come up and kneel before the anvil and make an affirmation and then hit it with this iron hammer that they had there, you know, in honor of Bridget. So I was watching a lot of people do this and trying to work up the courage. I mean, this was all pretty weird. I was Catholic. I wasn't Wiccan, you know? And uh, so it was out of my realm of experience. But after a while, I worked up the courage, and I went up to this anvil, and I knelt down before it. And I picked up that hammer. It was really heavy. And I made this affirmation. May the power of Bridget open my heart to love and forgiveness. And then I took that hammer and I hit that anvil as hard as I could and it rang out and it shook my arms and it shook my body. And it was just this transformative experience. It was a real recognition of that name, Bridget, that I have carried my whole life. It was a recognition of the magic and power of the unseen. It was a beautiful experience. Years later, I went to Ireland and I visited Bridget's Well. Now, you'd think that it was gonna be some beautiful sacred place, right? No, it's just this opening in a wall next to a pub, you know? He could drive right up, you know, get out of the car and go through this archway into this cave. And the cave, when you get in there, it's covered with mementos, all kinds of things, ribbons and baby shoes and rosaries and notes and photographs. And really, there was not a square inch that was not covered with something that was in memory of a loved one or a prayer. Because you know, the saints, they are uh, the way to get the direct voice to God. And so people really believed that and came to Bridget and asked for her help. So I made my way through this cacophony of mementos down to the well. Now, it doesn't look like a well, you know, like a wishing well that it's seen in storybooks. No, it's more like a small pool in stone, very low in the ground. And so I knelt down at the well of Bridget. And I took my hand and I cupped some of the water. And then I made that affirmation again. May the power of Bridget open my heart to love and forgiveness and I drank that water. And as soon as I drank that water, I felt that power coursing through my body. I felt the magic of Bridget. I felt like I had come home to the magic of Ireland.